What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I'm gonna to teach you how to play much better poker in 30 days or less. Just use these five quick tips, and I guarantee you're gonna start making a lot more profits. Before I get started though, I wanna point out, I'm gonna mention from time to time in this video, some poker software, some tools, uh, poker HUD stats, for example, everything for that. There will be links for all of that in the description below. All right, let's jump right into it. All right, so number one is gonna to be to play your over pairs strong, one of the big biggest problems that I see a lot of people making these days is they play their over pairs too weak. You know, I'm talking about hands like aces and kings primarily. You know, these are hands that you do not get very often and when you have them, you have to make sure that you win the maximum. And if you guys are playing in small stakes games, probably a lot of you guys watching this video playing small stakes games, you know that a lot of the players in these games are passive and therefore if you just get all trappy with these hands, you try to slow play them too much, they're just going to check and you're going to wind up winning a tiny pot on the river just like everyone else and ask yourself why why can I not win a big pot with my pocket aces it's because you have to build it so when you raise a hand like pocket aces you know when a whale recreational player calls you in the big blinds is like the best scenario possible we're going to be in position and you get one of these board runouts like a jack six four ten deuce this is the kind of situation where you just need to be hammering on them every single time they check to you after on the flop turn and river you need to be making a big bet as I've talked about in my first book crushing the micro stakes and many times in these videos before is you should be staggering your bet sizes versus the recreational players just bet more when you have a big hand and bet less when you're bluffing because they're not paying attention so I'm betting 80% of the pot or more in some cases versus the recreational players just get the money in let them call you down with their queen jack their their king ten whatever it is they show up with guys believe me if they somehow hit their miracle draw they're going to let you know they're passive players like I said they're going to make a big raise but most of the time with a strong hand like pocket aces they're going to have the second best hand a lot of the draws on this board missed like the diamonds missed on the river for example but they could have some sort of pair recreational players do not like to fold so guys it's absolutely imperative that you play your strong over pairs like Play them fast and bet big. Do not screw around. Do not try to trap versus players like this or get all tricky because believe me, it's just gonna go whoop right over their head and they're just gonna check behind. You're gonna win a small pot and wonder why you can't win at poker. Let's talk about a totally different type of player type now, the tight nitty opponents that you've probably seen. These are the guys who are sitting around waiting for their aces and their kings, waiting for their big hand, they're, you know, flop their two pair or whatever before they put any money in the middle. We've all seen them. They're also referred to as a rock. These are the kind of guys who you want to look out for when they start putting big money in the pot. But on the flip side, you can take advantage of them big time during all of that downtime when they're sitting there waiting for the big hand and, and folding every single hand. So you need to be punishing these players. You need to be stealing their blinds all day and twice on Sunday, guys. You can make an absolute fortune versus these kind of players. If you look on your poker HUD, once again, links in the description, you're gonna see these are the kind of players that are playing you know, 15% or less of their hands, sometimes as little as like 10% if you're playing like a full ring game like 
online, for example. And for those of you guys who play live in the casino or play online poker where, you know, you can't use a HUD or something like that, you know, you just look for the players that, you know, you, you never see them involved in a hand. They're just, you know, anytime this guy's in the hand, you're like, wow, that guy's been folding for half an hour now. He decided to play a hand. So the, so the guys who are, you know, folding everything except really strong hands. So how do we win a lot versus these guys? Just steal their blinds all day. Like I talk about in my latest book, The Microstakes Playbook, use a dynamic pre-flop opening strategy. You know, if I see two nits in the blinds, for example, I'm gonna raise like, you know, six, five suited under the gun or, or something like that. I'm going to change my pre-flop strategy depending on who is in the blinds, for example, because I know if there's two nits in there, they're gonna just fold their hands and let me walk over them all day. Even if they do call them, of course have position on the flop turn and river, which is a massive statistically proven advantage as we've discussed many times in these videos on the channel. By the way, make sure you guys are subscribed here so you never miss a poker video that I put out. But bottom line, guys, you need to punish these players. You need to lean on them constantly. If they call you on the flop, turn comes with one of these nice scare cards like ace or a king on the turn. You want to be double barreling these cards. I've got videos on the channel here talking about that. You know, bottom line, guys, lean on these players hard because these are the kind of players that are just sitting around waiting for the nuts and they will not put significant money into the middle without that. So these hands are the exact opposite of the recreational player we just talked about. These are the kind of players you can just bluff them all day and you know on the rare chance that they happen to have the nuts, believe me they'll let you know. They'll raise you all in and you can just fold your hand. Moving on to number three is to semi-bluff raise your draws. Now this is a biggie guys. I see a lot of players at the lower stakes specifically who play far far too passively with their draws and the problem with this is it only gives you one way to win and that's making the best hand and of course the problem is didn't include the math here but you know with a draw like a flush draw or a straight draw you're typically only going to have about 30% equity win the pot about one in three times versus top pair so how do we change this situation to get the odds more in our favor so that we can profitably play these hands well, we need to win some pots when we don't have anything we need to and how do you do that by playing aggressively so for example you have jack 10 of diamonds you know the flop comes down with an eight of clubs five of diamonds queen of hearts a great board to simply make a raise instead of calling if somebody bets you know give them a chance to fold you know we've got what a gut shot on this board if we hit a nine on the turn of the river we'd have the best hand we've also got backdoor diamonds we've also got a jack or a 10 which might be good if this player has like for example ace eight or something so we've got lots of equity lots of kind of hidden equity it's important to understand how to read boards correctly like this so why not consider just raising here instead like not all the time but I don't know one in three times one out of four times consider putting in a raise here instead of just calling and playing the hand passively guys because this is going to give you more ways to win the pot and this goes for you know if you have a flush draw or the typical flush draw or open-ended straight draw as well you know draws that have a little bit more value than this you definitely should be raising those a decent amount of the time as well guys the bottom line is always give yourself more ways to win in poker this is going to get you guys winning in 30 days or less hopefully a lot quicker give yourself more ways to win the pot and you're going to find yourself winning more pots in poker if you're always relying on only making the best hand you guys already know we don't make the best hand very often in poker you got to force some people out of the pot and just fight for some pots and take some pots away from people in order to win more moving on to number four here get your thin value bets in now what do i mean by this thin value bets are basically when you you're pretty sure that you have the best hand but it's not like you don't have a great hand 
but you can probably get some value still from a worse hand. Let's give you an example. We have ace of clubs, jack of diamonds, board comes down with a king, five, jack, seven, deuce. You know, there's no flush that hit. We have second pair with the best kicker possible. You know, if we're in a situation on the river here, this is a spot where some people get gun shy and they, they just say, oh, I'll just check behind. He's probably got a king. Yes, he can have a king, but he can also have, or she can also have all sorts of other hands. They can share a jack with you, a worse jack. They could have a hand like queen jack, for instance, or jack nine or jack eight, you know, hands like this that our kicker is going to play. They also could just have a hand like pocket nines or pocket tens that they're just getting stubborn with, they're tired of, they've been running bad, you've been beating them in some other pots and they're just gonna draw a line in the sand and say, I'm just not folding, let this guy show it to me. Uh, if you're up against recreational players, sometimes they'll just call you with ace high on this board for something literally to do. Yes, sometimes they're gonna show up with a king, guys, but you know, we gotta remember that's a small part of the range. As I always talk about with value betting and poker, you should be wrong sometimes. That's a good thing. It's a really, really good thing if you make a bet here and you know you get called from king, queen, or king, 10 sometimes. It, it's a good thing. It shows that you're pushing the envelope, that you're trying to get more of this thin value out of them. Because like I said, there's a lot of hands that they can have that you beat as well. In fact, there's much more hands. There's many more hands that they can have that could potentially call a bet here that you beat. And also, it's just the act of aggression as well that gets in their head. If they, you know, are forced out of the pot here and you don't have to show your hand, that gets in their head and they start thinking. The gears start winding in future hands and they're going to give you a lighter call. Remember to always think about the metagame of poker like that. So that's something I discuss in all my books and I, I discuss in these videos as well. So the bottom line here, guys, is to make bets in spots like this always, especially on the river. But another key is to just bet small in this spot here. Remember, a lot of the hands that are going to call us down here, like, for example, a pocket tens. Pocket tens is not going to call a full pot size bet here, but they might call 30% of the pot. They definitely might look you up with an amount like that. So it's really important to size down in a spot like this. I talk about this in Modern Small Stakes, my second book, sizing down on the river with your value bets. A lot of times I go for just 30% of the pot, 40%. When I'm in a situation like this where I'm making a thin value bet and I'm really trying to just get a call, a crying call from an ace high or a pocket nines or something like that. Lastly, in this situation, once again, if you're using a poker head, look for players who have a went to showdown percentage of 25% or more because these are typically the players, maybe actually if you're playing six max, maybe about 30% or more because typically these are the players who like to go to showdown a lot. So these are the players that I want to make a lot of thin value bets against. But honestly, it's fine to even make value bets against the nits here. The guys who were, you know, went to showdown in the low 20s, for example, because once again, you're still getting that aggression and you're forcing them to fold and that gets in their head and, you know, they start thinking in later hands, oh, this guy's always bluffing me and stuff. Guys, aggression is always, always good in poker. When you have a situation like this on the river, you need to be getting these bets and never ever get gun shy in a spot like this. Let's move on to the final point here. 
here, which is don't bluff the fish. Guys, seriously, just don't do it. It's really a bad plan in almost all situations. This is where a lot of people get in trouble in smaller stakes games. In particular, is trying to force a square peg through a round hole. It's not going to work, guys. Fish, recreational players, as we lovingly refer to them as, they like to call a lot. They like to call with anything. They'll call you down with two napkins because they like the look of the napkins. Guys, they just play poker for fun. They often don't care about the amount of money involved. Often we're talking about very, very small amounts of money in small stakes games. Same price as a Starbucks latte or something like that. They're not gonna fold to your $3.67 bet on the river with your bluff. They're just gonna call you down. So for example, you have a hand like Ace King and I know we all get frustrated in a spot like this because two out of three times when you have Ace King, you're not gonna hit anything. You know, the board's nine, eight, five, jack three, something like that, as you know, and the recreational players called you down the whole way. Guys, just check on the river here, you know, in juxtaposition of the last example we're talking about, just to show you the comparison here, don't bother trying to win this pot, especially against your recreational player, as we're talking about here, they're just not gonna fold. They're gonna call you with their six, five. So not only are you gonna lose money here, you're also gonna get frustrated. This is a spot that sets a lot of people off on tilt. They get annoyed that somebody calls them here with what is that third, fourth pair, you know, because that's what fish will do. That's what recreational players will do. They'll keep you honest. They love to play the sheriff role and so on. So guys, just don't bother. You know you're gonna get called in a spot like this. If they somehow have a hand like ace-queen or ace-ten that you beat on this board, you're still gonna win at showdown anyways because your, your ace-king is going to play on this board. So guys, bottom line, just don't buff the fish. It does not work in small stakes games. The whole point is to bet when you got a big hand against them. So anyways, guys, I hope that these five tips will help you out. I think that these are five of the most crucial things that I would suggest if you want to start quickly changing, improving your poker results in a short period of time, like 30 days or less. Guys, ob obviously, you know, results in poker don't always come quick and easy. I need to make that abundantly clear before I get some angry comments below about the title of the video. But guys, I just really think that if you focus on some of the core fundamentals, like I discussed in this video, I think really all of these are just core fundamentals, especially of a winning small stakes poker strategy, you're going to have a lot more success. And if you are disciplined enough to keep getting in there each day, learning more, you know, by the way, like I said, subscribe to the channel here. If you want to learn, keep learning the consistent strategy to beat these games. You know, I'm putting out videos every single week. If you just keep applying this knowledge again and again, try not to tilt too much. I've got a lot of mental game videos as well. You know, talking about that, it's extremely important. I think you're gonna have a lot better results at the table. But anyways, that's it for this one, guys. I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you wanna know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with blackrain79.com.